Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Recorded yes. live. Yes. So, so once you hear that music, that means that that means that we're actually live. So, so the recording has started now. <laughs> yes. So everything from here on out. And it keeps recording until you hang up. Yes, until you hang up. And you come in usually muted. And so, if you want to unmute, you just have to. You just have to unmute. Okay. Okay. All right. So. Hopefully that'll, hopefully that'll help things. All right, so the draft agenda is out. Um, was there any quick quick changes to the agenda that you wanted to make? Uh, basically, the way I organized it was that the top is a standing agenda, which means that every every meeting will be in a similar format, and those are the main groups that we would we would hit. And then the second part would basically be new business, which would then be uh, anything new that we wanted to discuss. Okay. Um, I didn't put opening prayer in, but I wanted to ask if you wanted to do that. Up to you. Or if this is a non-religious group. Sorry? A secular group? Okay. That's what that's what I thought. That's why I didn't put it in. But I just thought I would ask. Sorry. Sure. So. <laughs> for, for many I'm sure we'll be saying <laughs> this meeting will be over too. Okay. All right. So um, this is our opening welcome. I'm glad to see everybody back again. And uh, Candice, uh, does somebody know you well enough to introduce you, or just introduce yourself? Um, the next person on the agenda is uh, approving the agenda for the meeting. I think we had the nodding of the heads around the table that were good. <coughs> I don't know how formal do we want to do this? Do you want to? Might as well be formal? Okay. Uh, <laughs> motion to have the agenda agenda as it stands. 
Motion by Rob, second by Karen. All in favor? Opposed? Abstain? Okay, motion carried. Okay, amendments to last week's meeting minutes and approval. Uh, I've listened to today's level. They're on the Facebook page because I. Okay, my printer doesn't work on the Twitter library. <laughs> <laughs> It's basically a list of what we talked about because that was a gong show of meeting to write minutes. <laughs> yes. Sure. that as a matter of course where every agenda you go on you give your thumbs up on a Facebook and when we get here if if everybody's giving the approval then we'll just approve them as, as read. Okay. Uh, the weekly catch up. Uh, Jodine has been doing a good job of putting them on Facebook and uh, so I hope that everyone can get an opportunity to uh, have a read of those and catch up. Uh, Jodine is there points of notes or that you would like to specifically mention? Okay. Right. Any other comments on that? Item is overview of new people and fees organizations on board with friends in the Google. Um, 
kind of saving technical women, but, but it's about finding ways to to cooperate with the arts to animate mm-hmm. the heritage as a, a separate thing again. Yeah, and well, that was actually one of the two projects that I got to do with the Russian
Top of the conversation here is uh, fundraising summary. I'm assuming we're still at the, uh, the zero stage. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to go agile. She seems. Yeah. So we have X number of dollars, right, for the um, from the Mikado. Um, well, last week was it you, Gerald, that you said that Agnes has set up an account that um, that basically sets aside any money that comes in from the into another point is that uh, there's this draft letter. Uh, Elia has sort of vetted it on behalf of Council's Eyes and uh, she thinks it's kind of good to go. Um, Rod revamped some of the sentencing, so just if you want to have another quick look. But basically it, uh, it, it outlines um, sort of where we've come in the last two weeks, what our uh, sort of mission statement is, so our, what are we calling it, our working Self-description, Rod called it our raison d'etre. Um, so basically, we're asking the church council to endorse and publicly support our activities, uh, support our position in stakeholder discussions, ensure that we have a seat at the table with the city in their uh, in their foundation talk, um, to partner with us for basically our, our common goal of saving the building, uh, and to sanction our fundraising activities so that. Uh, we're on the same page there. 
<laughs> We'd appreciate it if they assigned a member of the Trustees Council or Building Teachers to us to act as a liaison, work with us to facilitate the creation of the foundation entity that we're moving in the long term, uh, give the minister and church staff the authority to work with us um, if we need anything, uh, to sit together to determine what our final final goal for the building is and what our what the end will end result will look like. Um, we uh, it also asks that we would like written feedback on on the city report itself, whether or not they support the, everything in its entirety. Um, that if for any reason they want to sell it for the market value of the church, that they let us know, or if somebody comes courting the church to ask them to buy it, that we're kept in the loop on that. Um, and the question about whether or not they are committed to restoring the annex and the, and the carriage house. Uh, is there any leeway to tearing that down? Because I know the, the flat roof there, most of the asbestos is in the annex and, uh, and things like that. So basically, how, how wedded are they to keeping that portion of, of McDougal? Um, and what they feel is the, uh, the best outcome. What's, what's their sort of win-win? Do they want to work with the city? Would they rather raise all the money themselves? You know, what's, where, do, where do they kind of see this whole thing turning out? And we've asked them to just consider uh, creating a contingency plan for relocating the congregation if we need to do renovations for the church. Um, we've asked them to deal with the, the negative press surrounding the congregational, uh, you, know, you know, the negative connotations that we've had. Um, and what if there is a future plan if you actually have to leave the Google if for whatever reason it goes to the city and then the congregation gets kicked out, well we have to start now to have those long term conversations because it's not gonna move quickly for them. So basically, uh I said at the end that we believe that this is achievable with everyone's efforts and we hope that they do too and uh, that we we want to work for them. So are there any main points that we want there that may have been missed in this initial go through. Yeah. Um, sorry. Uh, what is it going to put any money into a joint? What is there actually money available in the budget to put into either joint event or into preservation? Nothing in that letter that says.
there has been a separation historically mm-hmm. that has been useful in, in the language. And so, so I don't know if that's within this, but it does strike me. And, and also, um, how does it say in here basically make information available to the fund? Because I'm thinking, for instance, that a very useful thing would be to go through 40 or 50 years worth of the church's budget and, and, and be able to put together a community report on how much community work the church has done. So that, well, and how much they've actually put into this building. <laughs> well, that's, that's yeah. one part. Yeah. But there's another part, which is what is this, 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 this well, me about this management is, is because um, reserve funds weren't necessarily accumulated to, fix, to, to replace all the wiring. But in fact, that money went somewhere, and if the community had had to pay that, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. the then that would add up probably to as much as the community as the, as the church is now asking for. Or so, but but I guess that's a different topic, and I meant to bring it up later. But in order to make reports like that, you need to have access to the church information files and so on with some kind of agreed mutual confidentiality or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and so that requires some kind of access and maybe it also relates to the building features liaison member or whatever, but sometimes the church may have to have a look at what the friends are saying about the church to make sure that mm-hmm. they actually verify the data. You know, mm-hmm. so that's yeah. two ways to yeah. So, so just to address the, the part about the language, um, I said we wish to be partners with McDougal United Church, not on opposite side of the issue. We're not part of the church, but an outside group of concerned citizens. We wish to look for a win-win scenario with the congregation and building, as well as the outreach partners, rentals, and tenants. So I, I'm trying to separate it into congregation and building, and um, just just so, uh, so that when we're talking to Council is the entity and the congregants, and then the building. Thank <laughs> you. 
Well, we can go through and, and just look at the language again and make it and make it clearer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you 
full of opportunities,
in terms of the building committee, that the stewardship committee that exists in the church already. Take uh, Eric and Jasper for that, and to engage with taking this report some of the necessary. And then coming back and taking a look at you know, what really are the true costs. And so part of the philosophy and strategy we want to take a look at is what if we internalize this and really took a look at saying, um, if we did, did this as a, as a church, uh, what could we do as opposed to necessarily spending a lot of time and money on the outside? Not the outside of the building, but first is to, to see. So the first thing that we really took a look at was the, the bottom half of this budget, which is the general contractor fees, consultant fees, city of Edmonton costs. Those are significant soft costs. It's twelve million dollars. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of overhead. There's a lot of this and that. And so we looked at it and said, okay, if we had to develop a strategy, one of the fundraising components of this might be how do we reduce the cost? Okay. So what what could we do to pair this way? And what kind of strategy would we put in place that would have a combination of some sweat equity, uh, some history of the church? Uh, a clearer understanding of what happens here because we did the board and we talked about the windows and we talked about you know how we might proceed with putting in place a strategy. And when we got to a sense that when we sit down and really go through this, we really think that there's, there's probably twelve to fifteen million dollars we can put back into So yeah, we, we, we'd, like to, we'd like to do that, but this, this also ties into, and ultimately, uh, there is a relationship between going to the Google and going back to, if we look at Gerald and say, Gerald represents the stewardship community, has a history of the church in the down path. How do we, going back to the legal entity who owns the church, how do we engage as part of this letter? That we talked about, and how do we put in place a strategy that, that takes away at these costs and says, you know, we think as a pretty savvy group of people that we could analyze what needs to be done, put it into a, a priority list, and cash flow it out the time, and come up with a, a budget that would be would address the issues, but also address the important awful lot less money. That does a couple of things. I think it takes away this fact that you got to go push 12 million bucks in the marketplace. I think the other thing which is my point in my email the other night, was that we have to, at some point, be able to stand up to this community because this building has become a community dialogue. It's not only an internal. Oh, I think, I, I think that certainly that it's worth because in the church or in the article that we've been it's about, uh, you know, congregation hasn't done this, they haven't done that, and something else. And, and we, have to, we have to be able to, in the bigger picture, have to be able to stand up in this public dialogue, which is, we're now talking about. We have to, at some point, be able to say, we're taking ownership of this, this facility, and we're going to deal with it. And this is how we're going to do it. If we don't, we can't. Oh, I agree. So, it, it, we're, what we're going to look at, I guess what I'm really saying here is, is that we 
this equation? So how can we how can we address the issues to rehabilitate and restore whatever this church and and indicate how we're going to do that and take ownership of the responsibility and put it up. Part of that is saying we think the bottom line is the bottom half is if we take ownership is whatever we want to do about the city church and the do that we can see what we want to And then all of a sudden we don't get to a point where this is no longer $25 million that some people would like to look great at. But as a as a frugal uh, stewardship approach to getting this church back on its feet and give it the the, uh, the you know the next forty to fifty years of the process. And then at that point, people say, okay, these people are responsible. They do have a plan. If I am going to give money, it's not for paying the city any money. It's actually going to the person who are things So that's the angle we'd like to propose. And so, so, Um, 
Well, I took a couple of weeks to, to be able to prepare a legitimate first, second, third, fourth, fifth set of steps, and then cash flow that over a period of and we're, we're suggesting probably, as it says in this report, it's probably a five to seven minute work. You know, it, it could be. It could be. But we're looking at sort of a, we're going to say a 70 year horizon. Partly because of who's sitting at the table today. Some of us are in our 60s, some of us are in our 50s. And we do get to a point where you want to create a corporate. Culture is history. The culture is going on not 10 years ago. Five years is probably aggressive, and it's probably too long, but certainly five, you know, seven years out is probably the right meeting. And second, the foundation will look at second, and it's more likely to say,
other thing that we've done here is um, I've got a letter that we can secure all that we want to take to council about uh, um, how we would engage with whoever it is. We're prepared to donate significant amounts of time, effort, and fees uh, to uh, just take that cost rate off the equation. I spoke today with the mechanical electrical engineer who said they would um, they would do the same thing. Mm -hmm. So consulting fees, you know, a good portion of that would be taken right off the thing. So uh, it gets down to saying we have we know we can do this. Mm -hmm. uh, we're prepared to do it, and um, and we support mm -hmm. to do that. So that that's. And, and, so no, but it's it, but it's simply the maybe the congregation. Yeah. Anyway, this is not this is not a twenty five million dollar fundraising. And we'll let you know what that's going to be. All I was going to say is like being job easier in terms of the entrenched rhetoric of the twenty five million, but it's not whatever. If there was a way to roll out what you're talking about as in announcing that there will be a response by X or that this, you know, like to do it in steps so that there's constantly some some proper information going in, starting with this is not a twenty five million dollar fix and starting answering some of the business about about, you know, not not addressing these issues over time and so on. There was a way before you even had your bottom line uh, I think it would, it would be very helpful. Right, and that's important. If nothing goes out of here, then that's expected. And everybody needs to be involved and understands in the group. Yeah. And it's a Mm -hmm. 
intellectual volunteer effort can you and help do something. And, and I think that that's part of when you when you get down to bringing it in, mm -hmm. it allows us the flexibility to be more discreet, which is fundamentally how the church is. Well, it's a church. How how McDougal has, has done things in the past. You know, you go, you have a honor, you have an audition, you have certain things, you can fix things, and you do it. You do it at a very modest cost, but it gets done. Without having to send a general contractor in with 15% markup and this and that, change orders and contracts and all that, but still be accountable and spend the money. But you just do it in a much more um, discreet, low-key way. Because I'm wondering, even for when the work actually starts to happen, even if maybe Larry can help us with this because of his you know, work in the inner city, but in terms of even just for the unskilled labor, like we don't want to undercut any unions, but for unskilled labor to get people that are doing day labor and stuff like this or whatever, to, and again, to partly to our advantage financially, but also to our advantage for the optics of that, it would be something that's benefiting the community by providing work and experience. Yeah, if, if we're able to make those
And if it does still have enough 
barriers around this. have the community feel comfortable that they're not going to make money and it's just going to be used in a small Well, not even the salvation of the but used to the credit of the Because that's also been an important thing, this idea that the church fixed the roof of the roof of the roof that was given by the that perception that gives strength to someone who has to money to things have been done question. Well, one of the things is, is, is critical for our, 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 our
always dreams on the table. Guys, we're forward space. We need bathrooms. We need yeah. dinner. Yeah. We need. We would love to have an office where we could actually, yeah. actually fully not be at home without having an office in the midst of the school and music stored in someone's garage or or all that sort of stuff. So a couple things that come to mind would be when it comes to fundraising. You fundraise projects individually so that Coca-Cola can issue tax receipts. But do we issue tax receipts for a component project that is that we will fundraise for a new annex renovation? But I have no I like I don't know what that would cost in that result. But then but then all that sort of leads to a lot of complexity. But someone last week mentioned the notion of a condo kind of thing where and so that, that also comes to my question. Yeah. Where the question is becomes that when you talk about it, who is actually going to hire the project manager or disperse the funds, hire the contractor? Is it that there is a McGoogle Art Center, McGoogle Auditorium Corporation? Yeah, Heritage Arts Foundation. If it's a, come back to the question of how exactly do you see as an outside market? I, I still feel like we are an outside party to this. How do we as an outside party know that there's a big difference in this? What are the corporations Thank you. 
rather than be building Change and shift in public perception 
Are you under, I guess, are there 
tax implications for Coco Kelly if they're issuing, if they're all of a sudden receiving large funds? Oh, that's, that's very I, I, we ha I'd have to ask. Like, right now, I'm in dealing with how we spend the casino fund, which is a completely that's different thing. But the donations that we get ourselves mm -hmm. basically can go into our general library. And I'm fairly, like, if, if it was Coca-Cola, I'm fairly certain as a charitable organization that we can write a check to do something that we are supporting as a choir, which would be funding our building. Probably so, how you'd have to do it is you would go to your board, or the Coral Federation yeah. would go to your board, yeah. and the board would pass a resolution mm -hmm. that, that created a fund, a fund under its umbrella whose job was to promote the, the you know, Thank you. 
Well, you know, we've got like, I think, two minutes left on this whole thing anyway. Oh, so, all right, I'll just hang up.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.